A Berkeley professor goes off on Senator Josh Halley on men having babies. Hunter Biden is in a real deep pit of issues. And Trump is heading back to Texas for a CPAC political conference. I'm Carson Curtis. This is Republicans Daily. Hope you guys are all doing well. Thank you guys so much for the success on the first episode. I'm really happy with how that panned out. And hopefully you guys enjoyed it too. Um, If you guys have a quick second, follow my Instagram, Republicans underscore daily one for updates, daily news, exclusive content once we get a camera working, as well as when the next podcasts are going to be coming up and stuff like that. So let's dive into this real quick. So Berkeley professor goes off on Senator Josh Halley on men having children. Now, I might be out of pocket for saying this, but biologically, men cannot have children. I, I feel like that is something that has been known for thousands of years, that men cannot get pregnant. If you really want to play the leftist way, oh, well, what about trans men? Well, technically, yes, they can have children. They are not real men. They decided that they wanted to switch over and say, you know what? No, I don't want to be a woman anymore. I want to be a man. And now you have the whole controversy of, well, technically speaking, men can it, It's not. It's not relevant. It, it's not accurate. So as this Berkeley professor was presenting in front of Congress, mind you, she was presenting in front of Congress. She was asked a question by Josh Halley. You say that men can have children. How, how is this possible? How is this biologically possible? She says, quote, I want to let the record know that Senator Josh Halley's words here are transphobic, end quote. How is that transphobic? It is asking a very valid question, which deserves an answer. Now you look later in the argument between Senator Josh Halley and the professor. She goes on to answer a series of other questions, but not that one. Well, yes, trans men can have children. No one ever said they couldn't. They're they're base they're technically women. Biologically, they are women. That is what they were assigned at birth. That is how the world operates. And Senator Halley keeps going, You're not answering my question. You're not answering my question. How can men have actual children? How can actual men have children? Well, trans men can. That isn't what I ask. How can men have children? Off just goes off on a tangent how Senator Halley is transphobic and how she threw out a statistic about how teenagers, a part of the LGBT plus minus divided by seven, whatever it is today, about how teenagers, a part of that community, commit suicide because of, quote, people like him that are, quote unquote, transphobic when asking just a generalized question. Senator Halley goes on to say, so you're telling me that I am responsible for the children that commit suicide because I asked a valid question. And she responds with, yes, you are transphobic. You are the reason that children will now kill themselves. Now, I I really cannot even comprehend how, how this makes sense. You have a senator. You are presenting in front of Congress. And one, you got the guts to call it a senator transphobic. And two, you sound like an idiot. You're standing in front of Congress presenting that biological men can't have children. But then you go back on yourself when you say, well, no, tr- only trans men can. And then all of a sudden, when you ask the question, how can biological men have children? You are met with, you're transphobic. 
if you believe in biology, how, how can you be transphobic when that is how biology works? Now, for some reason, for some reason, I have always come to find out that professors at big-time universities, even small universities, Yale, Berkeley, Syracuse, Princeton, all of the Ivy Leagues, all of the, even the college that I go to, I have come to find out that I would go as far to say as 90% of professors are left. They have leftist views on things. Now, if we look at the facts here, according to nationalview.com, along with the Washington Times, 5.7% professors, now saying this is not coming from every university, every single community college, every single um, junior college, whatever you want to call it. They are pulling these statistics from every single teacher. I just want to let you guys know that 5.7% of professors are registered Republicans. To me, that is shocking, especially from universities such as Yale, Berkeley, Syracuse, all of the Ivy Leagues, all of the Big Ten schools, all of the schools that have this really, really big name for themselves are Democrats. Now, it's not bad to be a Democrat. It's not. I believe that their views are completely in polar opposite of mine, but you would think that professors of such high ranking and such high education. Now, mind you, this Berkeley professor has about six PhDs. Teaches multiple classes. Is going to die on her sword that men can have children. And it's honestly scary. The people that are some of the most highly educated people in this world are saying that biology is a makeup Men can actually have, it's just, it's irrelevant and it, it is not possible. It's almost disappointing. Quite honestly, it's almost disappointing. Another thing I want to talk about dealing with universities is the conversations that are had in those universities. Now, when she was presenting in front of Congress, Senator Halley approaches her and says, is this how you treat your students when they ask you tough questions? She goes, no, no, I'm absolutely open to any discussion but not two minutes earlier she called him transphobic for asking a question that has been plaguing the news headlines for weeks at a time it is quite quite crazy to me honestly next up hunter biden wow just just wow I don't know if you guys have seen what has leaked or what has what has come out of that, but it is, it is something. It is out of this world. The the stuff that has been leaked about Hunter Biden, text messages, emails, bank transcripts. He spent thirty five thousand dollars on prostitutes in a single month. That's according to the Daily Mail. That is that that is a fact. $35,000 and an unknown amount of money on drugs. 
Now there is this prostitute. I'm not going to name her. Kathleen. She was paid $122,179 in less than two months. Now does that set off whoop whoop red alarms? Yeah. Kind of does. One of which, where is he getting this money? Okay. Two, how is he allowed in the White House? It has been proven time and time again that Hunter Biden is a dirty-minded... He, he's a snake. He's an absolute snake. He has $320,000 in unpaid taxes. His father is the president. He is the president of the United States, and he has $320,000 in unpaid taxes. And guess where he was last week? In the White House, living it up presidential style. It, it is appalling that people like this are, are seen as, you know, eh, it's okay. People mess up, whatever. So let me just drop the numbers for you of what was leaked. 103,000 text messages. 154,000 emails and more than 2,000 photos and dozens of videos of Hunter Biden. That ranges from his cocaine use to sex tapes that were leaked. Obviously, one, didn't look into that. I'm, I'm just going off of the facts of what was leaked. These pictures, documents, emails, texts, more than $6 million of income from 2013 to 2016. But yet he is $320,000 in debt. And has spent multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars elsewhere. Whether it's cars, cocaine, prostitutes, paying off people so they won't turn them in. It is unbelievable. There are photos of him with prostitutes doing absolutely despicable things. There's a video of, there's a video of him weighing his cocaine and saying, oh man, this, this is a good one. This is a good, this is a good amount. We've got two grams. Two grams of cocaine. You are the president's son and you have two grams of cocaine. He, he is... A, he, I don't even know what to say about this. Joe Biden is so... Just disconnected from not only our country, but also from his family. Where is Joe Biden? Where, where is he at? He's not taking care of the country. He's not dealing with his son's horrific use of money, prostitutes, cocaine. I, I'm sure many other things that are illegal. What, what has he been up to? Other than going to Saudi Arabia and just totally screwing up. He screwed up there. He mispronounced the name of the memorial. Can't even get out a single cognitive phrase. But give credit where it's due. Uh, I'm always going to live by that. Give credit where it's due. There were Holocaust survivors there. They stood up to pay respects to Joe Biden. I don't know why he'd pay respect to Joe Biden, but whatever it may be. And Joe Biden told them to sit down. He walked to them personally, knelt down and spoke with them individually. Now, now that is admirable. 
That is an admirable thing that he did. And as I said, give credit where it's due. Not going to discredit him for that. It was absolutely amazing to see. But his entire other visit there, I mean, you could see the difference between when Donald Trump visited the Saudi Arabia and when Joe Biden visited Saudi Arabia. When Trump came, it was an absolute party. I mean, they were like, oh my goodness, Donald Trump's here. Joe Biden came, they're like, well, guess we got to show some respect. All he did was walk in. Nobody was partying, no one was hooping and hollering. Joe Biden, best president. None of that. Anyways, back to Hunter Biden. There are pictures found on his laptop to be thousands of dollars worth of crack cocaine. I'm looking at one right now that has four grams of crack on it. Another one has four and a half. Two separate pictures, mind you. There are pictures of him making in bed with women. There are audio recordings of him blaming his father. His father's name in his phone was Pedo Pete. Yeah. Un, like, when your own son has that little respect for you, how can you expect the rest of the country to have that type of respect for you? Now, Hunter Biden is facing multiple charges. I mean, multiple charges. And you know what's absolutely crazy about this is his, his, his daddy's going to bail him out. Daddy's going to pardon him. You, you, see, here's the thing that is messed up about the situation is that you have people doing this on a much lower level. I'm saying this is wrong. This is 100% wrong, terrible thing. But you have people doing this exact same thing, going to prison for years on end. And Hunter Biden is doing this to such an extreme, he's just going to get a pardon. He's just going to get a pardon. And what's terrifying about that is the fact that he's going to get away scot-free. He's just going to do it again. Another thing that I found terrible was a text message from February 20th, 2019. Is Hunter is talking with a woman named Dinah Pagano to transport other women in Ubers to his hotel room in New Haven, Connecticut. Yep, you guessed it. Joe Biden's hometown. <laughs> right under his nose. It says, with a picture of an Uber. Now a third Uber, WTF. Have her stand outside at, and it, and it says the address. You sure that's the right address? Diana, what the F is going on? Is this dude a pimp? <laughs> he's just he's just transporting women to have sex with him just, just by Uber. Like, like, like a DoorDash type of system. He has 13 cell phones active. He pays $1,200 a month just to keep them going. Now, three used by his children, five by him, and five others are just completely unaccounted for. Like, what, what, what is even going on here? And there's, as I'm scrolling through, there are emails, there are uh, bank statements of him. He paid $28,000 in cars to pay off his cars. It's just, it's it's unfathomable. Just the absolute wretched things that he is doing. And you might be wondering, Carson, how, how does this tie into politics? How, how does this even have any, any impact on it? It's the president's son. 
if I go out and I start doing cocaine, I start getting prostitutes. If I do that, it's going to reflect not only on me, but also my family. I carry the family name. So does he. Now, Joe Biden's approval ratings are 33%. Lower than Trump during the January 6th problem, right? You know, there, there seems to be no floor. There's no rock bottom for Joe Biden until he hits 0%. 7% of Democrats say he's doing a fantastic job. The country's going in the, in the correct way. Only 7% of Democrats, which is his party, by the way, say that he's doing a fantastic job. Shouldn't that raise some red flags? And this Hunter Biden situation, we haven't gotten the numbers quite back from it yet. But I know for a fact that that is going to have a detrimental effect on his presidency. There's no questioning that. When you have your son going out, buying prostitutes, spending money on cocaine, it doesn't exactly reflect that you are the most responsible person for this job. And we've seen that through his entire presidency. Just as last week, inflation is at 9.13%. Now, I will hand it to him. Gas prices have gone down. Over by where I live, it is $4.59 a gallon. <laughs> totally missed $1.25, but you know, you, you, you got to take what you can get. And we have the best vice president of the entire world, the smartest woman ever to walk the face of this planet, Dr. Kamala Harris. I mean, wow. She she got she had an interview the other day saying that this presidency has brought gas down immensely. Well, really, Kamala, because not two weeks ago I was paying five fifteen for gas a gallon. And I drive a Jeep. Jeeps aren't exactly fuel efficient cars, but I'm also nineteen years old. Where am I gonna get $46,000 to buy a fuel-efficient car. And, by the way, due to this 9.13% inflation rate, the average cost of a car is $46,000. Now, it's not only because of inflation, it's because of our foreign policies are in the toilet because Joe Biden is focusing on this new Green Deal instead of trying to keep up with the foreign policies and keeping good relations with countries. Except Ukraine. He has no issue sending over all of our resources, all of our money to Ukraine. But here's the thing is you're gonna drop the you're gonna drop the gas prices, make the American people happy for about three months because you took away the quote unquote taxes on gas. Well you gotta make it up at some point. And it's not like the US is in is flowing with money. The debt is unrepairable at this point. Let's just be honest here. It's going up every single millisecond that we're sitting here and you're sitting here listening to me. But no, guys, gas, gas is back down 40 cents. Now, mind you, I'm not complaining about it. It's, it's better than paying $5.15 for gas. But I, at the same time, it is not a win. It is trying to make it back to tied up. Because in all reality, there is no undoing what Joe Biden has done. He's going to, as I said in the previous episode, Joe Biden is going to be a president that nobody forgets. And it's going to be for the wrong reason. 
just at, just at the fact that he has messed up our country so terribly, that is why he will be remembered. He'll be remembered for putting our country in debt. He'll be remembered for raising the gas prices. He'll be remembered for making inflation at a 40-year high. He'll be remembered for raising the cost of basic things such as food, water, heating, just because of his inflation. That there, There's no one else to blame but him, but, but himself. And this whole Hunter Biden situation is going to make it even worse because now he's going to start deflecting the responsibilities that he has to this country and start focusing on trying to get his son out of multiple life sentences. Now, this might be a newsflash, but you can't do crack cocaine. Prostitution has been illegal for years. And there's evidence stacking against him. That points out, literally, that he has done every single one of these. There are thousands of examples and thousands of text messages. So, your move, Biden. What are you going to do about this situation? Are you going to screw the country like you have in the, the past two years of presidency? Or are you going to man up, let your son pay the price? Because it was his own doing, his decision. Joe, your, your son is a terrible person. I know you're not going to listen to this. But I want the people that listen to this to understand that the, the Bidens are on the same wavelength as the Clintons messed up. I, I The fact that his, he's trying to get his son off of this with a pardon is unbelievable. I'll tell you what, if my parents caught me doing something bad, they're not bailing me out. No, you do the crime, you do the time, is the old saying in the book. Next up, Trump is headed back to Texas for a CPAC political conference. Guys, I think, I think we're heading in the right direction. With Donald Trump here. He has announced that he is. He has officially announced. That he is. Running for presidential candidacy. 2024. But. But. There are some issues that, that come along with this. Okay. Trump has spent the last two years. Trying to prove that the election of 2020. Was rigged by. Either the Russians. Voter fraud. Which there is. Unbelievable amounts of evidence supporting that. I think it's crazy how someone that is 118 years old votes in Pennsylvania and that 200,000 ballots for Michigan got quote-unquote lost in the mail. I'm excited for this, but Trump Trump has some catch-up to do. Trump has some major catch-up to do. He's been focused on this for too long that there have been other people that have been focused on making their way to other states, um, campaigning, getting their name out to the world. And, uh, Trump has just been focused on, I need to prove this wrong. I need to prove that Joe Biden won this unfairly, which he did. He did. And there's always some people, no, he did it. No, he didn't. Look at the facts. Look at the evidence. Th- he did he cheated his way to get that winning. You know what? What happened, happened. We're paying the price for it now. And I, I know everyone can see that. But if Trump gets back on his horse and he starts campaigning once again, he'll be fine. 
just from not campaigning, I mean, granted, he has had some, he's had multiple, multiple uh, speeches and rallies and stuff like that, which, which sadly I've not been able, able to make to, wish I was, but the predictions right now is that it's going to be a Trump-Biden rematch. <laughs> and at the current time, Trump is blowing Biden out of the water with who people would vote for. Now, I, I know a bunch of you didn't vote for him because you got pissed off that he sends out mean tweets. Here's the difference between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Donald Trump actually got things done. Donald Trump made more jobs for people. Donald Trump lowered the gas prices. Donald Trump kept up foreign trade, kept up foreign relations, made sure that the United States was not seemed as above everybody. But we make appearances and make them make it feel like you know what we're a part of this together. We have an issue. We solve it together. You need you need this. We got you. If, as long as you give us this, it, it, it was flowing. It was flowing. That that's the best way to explain it. And the fact that it, it very well could be a Biden versus Trump rematch. I, I I have no fear. I have no fear that Joe Biden is going to win this. Nobody wants him to run again. People of his own cabinet have said they don't want him to run again. I mean, hell, he can't he can't even walk. He shuffles, according to the Secretary of State, by the way. He's scared that he's going to trip over a cord and fall. He shuffles like an old man out of a nursing home. But but we think that this this man is fit for presidency, that he is doing everything right. But Let's talk about the CPAC. Now that, that was the that was the goal here. So he gave his he gave a speech, right? Among attendees as the Conservative Political Action Conference, fifty nine percent said they would vote for Donald Trump in twenty twenty four. Now, I, I feel that a alternative to Trump, who I also would not mind becoming president, is Ron DeSantis from the governor of Florida. I mean, he, he is, he's made some things happen. He lifted the mask mandate from Florida. He really, really did help Florida in, in ways that are unbelievable. Their economy down there is doing fantastic. And it's, it's unbelievable. I think we have two very, very good conservative representatives that are running for office. Trump's fundraising committees have hauled in more than $17 million in the past three months. Just for his presidential campaign. It's actually, he's really starting to make a name for himself. I know that I was saying previously that he needs to start focusing on campaigning. And that is what he is doing. That is what he is doing. And Texas is one of the biggest, if not the biggest conservative state in the country. And if, and if Trump is making this type of influence, if Trump is making these type of these type of decisions, I mean, what what is there really to fear? Ron DeSantis, that's that. If he wins, that's still a win, right? He has made things happen for Florida. That if he became president, I feel that he would create things that are very, very good for our country. And with that, I think we're going to end the podcast today. I hope you guys are having a fantastic day. Just as a reminder, follow my Instagram, Republicans underscore daily one. 
Also follow the YouTube Republicans Daily for once we get a camera set up for exclusive content, for clips of the podcast, for clips of upcoming podcasts. And if you guys could, share our profile, share our posts, like our posts, comment. Let us know what we can do better. I'm very excited for the next episode, guys. Uh, We have another member of our team pulling up to be with us along for this journey. And I hope you guys really enjoy the next episode we have coming up because I'm very excited for this one. This one, this is going to be the episode of all episodes, I personally feel. Thank you guys for listening today. It has been a pleasure talking with you. As always, have a great day, and I'll talk to you next time Republicans Daily. Thank you.